What up, everybody? Thank you for lending me your ears, your heart, and your mind. My name is Lindsey Melton Jr. This is the True North Podcast. Welcome to the True North Podcast. True North is just a metaphor that means your true center. So if you're following Jesus Christ, then your true north is the direction that leads you to the heart of God. On this podcast, we navigate through culture, parenting, marriage, business, ministry, and all that life has to offer. Navigating through those topics in a direction that lands you at the heart of God. I want to talk about three things you'll learn through adversity. How do I know this? Because I personally am I'm still learning these things. But three things you learn in adversity. Ready? Let's roll. Number one, you learn. uh, One of the things you learn in adversity is uh, you learn those who aren't your friends. You learn the ones that are really not. They're really not your friends. They're really not for you. You'll definitely see the ones that are for you. You'll definitely see the, you know, the ones that are riding with you. But most importantly, what really becomes apparent is you you discover the ones that that aren't riding with you. And unfortunately, it's it's a it's a sombering feeling. It's a sombering awareness. It's not an easy pill to swallow. However, like it must happen. Because in the end of the day, like you do not want to go through your life with people that are solely dedicated and devoted to what you can give them or what you can do for them. Because those type of people, they'll gas you up as long as you're giving them what they need in order to better them. And because they're gassing you up, you don't realize that that the gas they're pouring into you is not 100 percent. It's actually 90 percent, you know, fillers and ethanol and trash and all this other stuff to where like you when adversity comes, when um, trials and tribulations come, your engine can't go because there's nothing really sustainable within you. It's hard. Number two. You discover in adversity your misplaced security. Yes, in adversity, in trials and tribulations, you will discover where you have misplaced your security. Financially, I realized that my uh, my faith, my my faith for our finances was not in God. It was in the check uh, that we were receiving biweekly. It was in the income. It was in um, the income that we acquired from our jobs. It was in, you know, how many hours we're putting in. Um, It was in all the things that were man-made. I realized during this season, oh, God. Like, now, now, before you're like, what are you talking about? Slow down. Let's back it up for a minute. Like, we were still paying um, tithe, and we still are now. So that's, that's not a question. It was just, you know, I guess at the core of it, I was like, Okay, we need this. We need that. Okay, well, you know, it's going to happen if I um, put this much back for my check, each check for the next three months versus, okay, we need this, this, this. We need uh, ABC. All right, God, you know what we need. So therefore, um, I'm trusting you to provide it if it's your will. 
You see the difference? Um, through adversity, it taught me that my financially, I misplaced my faith and my security, um, not in God, but actually in things that were man-made. Um, I misplaced my, um, my value in the opinions of others. And what I mean by that is, if I thought that they viewed me a certain way, then in my heart, I consider that to be true. Yeah. We're all guilty of that. Okay, you don't believe me? Let's go back to high school. <laughs> How did you think the popular kids viewed you? All right, so you believed that. How did you, you know, like, how did you think your crush viewed you? All right, so you believed that. You know, during, you know, for the last couple of years, I've been placing my affirmation and my value slowly but surely. It wasn't like a light switch flipped on and I was like, I'm going to give all my value. Uh, I'm going to put all my stock in what you say or who you say that I am. No, it's it was slowly over time. <clears throat> but I had placed my value in the opinions of others. And that's not good because at the end of the day, my affirmation, my self-affirmation, my, my self-value, my purpose should be solely found in who God says I am. It should be solely found in the identity of Jesus because if I'm going to abide in him, that means how he sees me, I must see myself as well. I mean, that was, that was one of the purposes of the cross, which was to unify us with God. To unbraid, to unbraid the wrong perspective, to unbraid the wrong thoughts, the wrong mindset. And to braid in, to, to, to braid in the new identity that's found in Jesus Christ. The new way to see myself. The new way to be patient. The new way to, um, to, to, to practice um, resistant temptation. The new way to love people. Whether I'm with them or not. The new way to you know, to not talk about people, the new way to not judge, the new way to walk on this earth like Jesus Christ, the new way to talk like Jesus Christ, the new way to, to, to advance his kingdom on this earth. So three things that you will learn through adversity. We went over two of them. Number one, you learn um, the people that really aren't for you. Number two, you realize your misplaced security, the things that you have put stock in that you should never have put stock in. And number three, this is my favorite. You learn who God is and always will be. You learn who God is and who God always will be. You know, during this season of our life, during this season of isolation, I've come to rediscover who God really is. And let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, there's no words to describe his goodness. There's no words to describe his faithfulness. Gosh. There's, there's no words to 
adequately describe just how good he is, how how faithful he is, how solid. Like, it makes the slain come out of me. I'm like, bruh, he's just so good. Like, he doesn't leave me. He, he did not leave us. He didn't leave you. In your darkest hour, woo, watch this. In your darkest hour, he's still there. In your deepest sin, in the thing you're most embarrassed about, in the thing you don't want ever getting out, because you're super embarrassed, super ashamed, guilty, whatever. He's still there. With the, with the same intentions, with the same desires of his heart, which is just to be one with you. In every area of your life, every aspect of your life. And during the moments of trials and tribulations and adversity, I've come to I've come to rediscover who God is for who who God is and who God always was. He was always there, even though I got my priorities got mixed up really really bad. Even though my my <laughs> the way I viewed myself got twisted. My security was misplaced in other things. What I've come to rediscover, and I love to say that word rediscover is because, you know, I had to had to go back to my first love. We sing this song at the church that um, me and my wife serve at. We sing the song called First Love by Carrie Job. Oh, my gosh. You need to go check it out. But I got to, uh, I, I, this whole season was an opportunity for us, especially me, to rediscover who God is. God is exactly who Jesus said he was. Jesus is exactly who God will be if he walked on the earth. If you want to know who God really is, you have to look at Jesus. If you want to know who the Father is, you have to look at Jesus. And I'm in the process of rediscovering that. And when I get glimpses of who my Heavenly Father really is, just this peace beyond understanding just settles. It settles my soul. It settles my heart. It makes me come alive. And it brings back true security within me. Brings back true security. God has always been faithful. He's always been consistent. And he always will be. Three things you'll discover through adversity. The ones that really aren't your friends just gassing you up because you provide something for them. Number two, you discover a misplaced security where you place your security in the wrong things. You put your stock in the wrong things, willingly or unwillingly. 
knowingly or unknowingly, I should say. And then number three, who God is and who he always will be. And to give an update, so we, um, as a family, like, you know, we are, we're about to be three kids deep. Um, the reason I'm giving updates is just because I haven't done an episode. I haven't recorded episodes since uh, Christmas of 2020. So to give an update, we are, uh, we are almost three kids deep. Um, baby number three will be here in a matter of weeks. Um, and I feel like our relationship with God is like, right now we have the perfect opportunity to pivot well. I'm in a season right now where I am, it's the time for me to show the world, to show my community, to show my neighbors, to show anyone and everyone that knows me, to show them the fruit of my roots. And that's what I've been doing the last few weeks is showing the fruit of my roots, going back to the core, the core things that make up Lindsay Mountain Jr. and reflecting those things through conversation, through action, through social media, through um, anything and everything and not backing down from that. But the great thing about adversity is it presents the perfect opportunity to pivot well. If you don't get anything, get this. The great thing about adversity is it presents the perfect opportunity to pivot well. I'm not going to break it down. Leave it up to you to do your own homework um, and seek the Lord on that. I'm going to say it one more time. The perfect thing the best thing about adversity is it presents the perfect opportunity to pivot well so i want to leave you with uh let's leave you with this embrace the wave that throws you against the rock of ages embrace the wave that throws you against the rock of ages that's what we are currently in the Melton household. That's what we are currently doing. That's what I'm having to do every day. I wrote it on my uh, dry erase board and um, in our office, embrace the wave that throws you into the rock of ages. Um, this is a quote from Mark Batterson uh, in his newest book, Win the Day, one of my favorite authors, by the way. Embrace the wave. You know, like if you've ever seen on TV or if you've ever been to like, you know, an exotic beach, um, um, to the point where like, you know, they have the big rocks and mountains and all that. And the, and the waves are just crashing against, you know, those rocks and just beating them. And like, you know, that's the area where you're not supposed to swim because it could be deadly. It's dangerous. It's, it's violent. It's uncontrollable. You know what March says, he says, embrace that wave, embrace the very thing that is, that may push you into a collision to where all life has to stop and you're and you're left with okay where you know like you're left with the fallout you're left with the god what do i do now those moments you know instead of instead of instead of having regret or bitterness or god why did you do this to me or oh my god what do i do now you know instead of having those freak out moments what he is saying to do is embrace whatever it is that brought you here Embrace whatever it is that brought you to that moment in your life. Embrace the wave that throws you into the rock of ages. Embrace the very thing that is causing you to collide with Jesus.
Embrace the very thing that is causing you to run back to God through his son, Jesus. In other words, don't make adversity the villain. I know that. Trust me, that's hard for me to say because like, and when this first, when the, when the season started for us, I was like, ah, I just wanted to point the finger at everybody and everything. And there's days where I still want to. And the Holy Spirit like dials it back. But don't make adversity the villain. Don't make contributing people in adversity. Don't make them the villains. Don't make them the problems. Don't make them the opponents. Don't make them the enemies. Instead, embrace the situation as scary and as dangerous as it can be. And trust me, guys, it was very scary and dangerous for us. Like we almost lost everything. But God showed us who he always was, which is on our side, working things out behind the scenes. And he showed us who he always will be, which is on our side. Embrace whatever it is that pushes you to run back to Jesus. Embrace it. Embrace the wave that throws you into the rock of ages.